Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Welcome, you're listening to Sports Econ 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Bruce McGowan, longtime sports radio personality. And uh, last yeah, last uh, last week we, we had uh, Steve uh, Baker, sports yes, agent, and so right. there were a few... Uh, the Bakester. The Bakester, yeah. The Bakatola. <laughs> the Bakerama. Sports agent. Yeah, yes. sports agent. And uh, last week, I, I thought we were going to cover a few of these articles. Uh, Ed O'Banion, O'Bannon, I keep saying Banyan, like Banyan Tree, O'Bannon, NCAA uh, college, college athletes being paid. Yeah. And also uh, federal tax plan on athletes and then NBA players and shoe contracts. We didn't get to those. So yeah, yeah, we'll get no, to we'll them, get to them. Uh, sure. today. Sure. And uh, let's see. Uh, today, again, we're going to talk uh, baseball from the standpoint of a trivia question. Okay. Um, but we're going to move a little bit past the. Uh, Origins. Okay. <laughs> you know, I figured as we go on through the year, yeah. we go a little bit further on. Further along. All right. And this segment of Sports Econ is sponsored by Pacific Private Money, providing mortgage investments that are still currently yielding over 7.5% secured by real estate. By the way, you know, they've done 1,400 loans, wow. zero losses. That's great. And even though they did loans in 2008, 9, 10, 11, 12, when the market was still yeah, going down. Yeah. It's because that's what happens when you do conservative uh, loans. There you go. Uh, you got to check them out at PacificPrivateMoney.com. And uh, what do you what do you think about that uh, All Star uh, NBA game? Yeah, you yeah, know, I'm not I'm not a big fan of All Star games. I, I watched I saw the 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 singing of the national anthem by Fergie, which was kind of weird. She did it sort <laughs> of a bluesy, sexy, you know, drawn out rendition. You know, why can't they just sing the national anthem? Yeah, exactly. Get it over with. Yeah. Why do they have to? You know, they have to personalize. Ever since, uh, ever since, uh, who was it? Jose Feliciano back in the '68 World Series. Oh, say, can you see? You know, was, come on, <laughs> that, is that when it like started? That's when it started. Be, really? Jose Feliciano. And you listen to Jose Feliciano's rendition today on you. Go go to YouTube. You'll find it. Okay. It doesn't sound that bad, but okay. compared to but some compared of these, to today, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, come on, just sing it. Everybody has to put their little signature on. Of course, it. it's like my way of doing it. All right, stay with us. You're listening to Sports Econ 101. Don't touch that dial.
This is Mark Honf, co-host of Mortgage Investing 101. Did you know that you can earn, year in and year out, returns of 8% and more on your savings and retirement accounts? Mortgage-backed investment strategies such as trustee investing and mortgage pool funds can do just that. Since 2008, clients of Pacific Private Money have consistently earned high yields on their investments. Find out for yourself how you, too, can profit from these real estate-secured investments. Call 415-883-2150 or visit our website at PacificPrivateMoney.com. The ladies of Broadway are coming to Marin Center this March. Prepare to be amazed and inspired as these Broadway powerhouse ladies hit the stage for a dynamic evening highlighting the tales and talents of their stellar Broadway experiences. Seven accomplished women will perform and share not only their own Broadway highlights and stories, but their tributes to women such as Ethel Merman, Bernadette Peters, and Audra McDonald that have inspired them throughout their careers. This performance for all ages is produced by Transcendence Theater Company, the creators of the award-winning Broadway Under the Stars concert series in wine country. Broadway professionals currently scheduled to appear in Ladies of Broadway include women from Broadway shows such as Wicked, Mamma Mia, Hairspray, Legally Blonde, Motown the Musical, and American in Paris, and many more. Performances will be on March 17th and 18th at Marin Veterans Memorial Auditorium. Reserve tickets at www.ladiesofbroadway.com. That's www.ladiesofbroadway.com. I'm Chris Walls, and I'm a truck driver from Missouri. For 13 hours a night, I sit in my truck and I drive. Out of boredom, I'll stop and eat. If I'm not doing fast food, I guarantee there's a bag of chips open on my dashboard. Along with that, I'm good for about four liters of soda a night. That was all until Andro 400. I started out four months ago weighing 341 pounds, and since taking Andro 400, I have dropped 45 pounds. I'm sleeping better. There's no cravings. There's no excessive thirst. My knee pain went away. I've had some lower back issues, and I've noticed that that went away, and I can only contribute that to Andro 400. One thing that Andro 400 said on the radio ad says it attacks belly fat. Well, let me tell you, it did. I've lost six inches. This product really does work. So, guys, if you'd like to experience similar results, then get Andro 400. The safe, natural, and inexpensive way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com. Andro400.com. Today is your last chance to take advantage of the President's Day sale at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Stop in today and get five quarts of Castrol High Mileage Motor Oil for $19.95, plus earn 150 O-Rewards points with this purchase. Protect your engine with Castrol High Mileage Motor Oil at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. So, first, um, the uh, basketball all-star game. Right. You know, it, for a while it was getting, I guess for the last, like, 20 years, it was getting kind of ridiculous. No, You know, nobody wanted to get hurt. It was all about showtime and all that. And, you know, you get, like, you know, 160 to 150, yeah. you know. The, the thing I did like about this year was um, it was sort of like an old schoolyard, yeah. you know, pick your pick your friends. Type. Well, they actually <laughs> played a little defense, too. Give them credit for that. I mean, it was a high-scoring game, but there was some defense. But I just – all-star games in general, Edward, ever since the 1980s, they just have no significance. The players don't care. The fans are just there to watch. And the games are not very competitive. And, you know, especially uh, the NFL and the NHL is a joke. NHL games are like – 14 at 11 oh. and baseball games i'm not a big fan of, the, the the major league all-star game has a tradition but i'm not a big fan of that i covered eight of them and they've all been ex- i can't 
I can give you maybe two or three memories I have of going to All-Star games, and they're mostly from talking to the players, not from watching the game. That's for sure. Yeah, I used to be really into the uh, oh, baseball yeah. All-Star game, and I don't it know what fun. it was. It's it just kind of lost interest. And then uh, the Pro Bowl, I haven't seen oh, since God. I think uh, Joe Namath Is was there anything in <laughs> less relevant in sports than the Pro Bowl? No. You know? no. Maybe, I mean, I, this is going to sound terrible, maybe college women's softball you know i mean who cares i mean unless you're a well, parent. Okay. it's funny i, kind of I know watch I, i'm TV, gonna get all the all yeah, the all people the women, are yeah. all the women and all the women athletes i love women's sports but i mean you know i'm just saying how many people really care about the baseball all-star game come on well the, i mean the idea of what well, did they change the like the the, the thing format? about the win, yeah. Well, the, you know, the, the winner, winner used to, yeah. you know, how no, they, it? it's not going to be the winner. You know, has the home field advantage in the in the world. Series. Yeah, they all. Yeah, that I was mean, Bud, that's Se- kind of, Bud that's, Selig. That was, was just, stupid. You know, Bud Selig was around a long time. He's a good guy. You know, he did some things that were that weren't that bad. But I mean, he, talk about a goofball. You know, <laughs> I mean, talk about somebody who just was clueless and didn't have a, a, a idea of what the heck was going on in, in the world. I mean, I remember interviewing him in his office in Milwaukee at County Stadium. And he couldn't have been a nicer guy, you know. I mean, really, a nice man. But he it was like talking to your old, you know, kind of daft uncle. Oh. <laughs> and then I remember, I'll never forget this. I was with the Giants. We were on a road trip. This is in 1998. And all of a sudden, he gets a call right in the middle of this interview. And he goes, oh, you, you got to leave. And I said, what are you talking about? He says, the team bus just took off without you to the airport. <laughs> so oh, he funny. had, Bud Selig had one of his um, his assistants, this guy who couldn't move his left arm or left leg, drive me to the airport and the guy was breaking all speed limits driving through the back roads of milwaukee all these little neighborhoods you know these funky little neighborhoods and got me there and the the airplane is sitting there but it's sitting in a private air uh field Strip, area uh, yeah. and it was surrounded by a fence with wire over the top i said how am i going to get to this thing so there was this one little chink this one little place where you could sneak in and pull the and i'm running oh, there funny. and and the the jetway is down and the traveling secretary staying on the top step, and apparently they had had some engine problems, so they were delayed. So it had nothing to do with me. But he yeah. made it. He made it seem like it was my fault. He, he looks at me like this. He's this guy named Reggie Younger. He was standing at the top of the steps with his arms full, looking at me. He goes, "Well, now that you're here, I guess we can leave." Oh, that's funny. <laughs> and I get aboard, and all the players are just just teasing me mercilessly, <laughs> just mercilessly. That was my my memory of Milwaukee baseball with the Giants in 1998. I hope you went with it and said, "Well, uh, yeah, I'm the most important person on oh, this planet." I had I played it up. I had a fun time with it, and uh, you know, it was the fun part of it was I got I had in those days we still we actually did have cell phones, and I had uh, was one of the early ones, mm. had one of these little flip phones. And remember, Oral Hershiser was yeah. with the Giants that year, oh, and yeah. Oral was sitting right behind me, just needling me, you know, incessantly. And I said, "Oral, I said I've got." Ralph Barbieri on the phone wants to talk to you live. Oh, sure, I'll take it. And he did, did a live interview. So I got major kudos for getting, you know, Oral Hershiser on the phone live for Ralph Barbieri. Oh, Which was okay. pretty cool. Yeah. That was kind of a neat story. Bulldog. Bulldog. Remember, that's remember? right. Bulldog. Yeah. He was a good pitcher with the Giants that one year. You know, he won, I think, 14 games. He finished, uh, I think he saved, or didn't save, but he, I think he completed like 12 games, which, you know, in those days was a lot. I think he, he only played the one year with Just them? the one year the with the year? Giants, And then did yeah. he retire right after no, that? No, no, he went on and pitched somewhere else. You know, the thing I always remember, and I think most people do remember about Oral Hershiser, not a Hall of Famer, but yeah. in 1988, he oh, had yeah. that, that scoreless streak, and then he yeah. was just nails in the in the playoffs. When the A's lost the first game of the World Series on the Kirk Gibson homer, yeah. they were in deep trouble because Oral pitched the next day, and he was all, he also pitched in game five, and he, sh- he just shut the A's down in both yeah. those games. They had no chance. And, well, and if I remember correctly, didn't uh, – 
Canseco hit a grand slam in he game did, one. He did in the first inning. Yeah. In the first inning. We, we were all us A's oh, fans. We're thinking, like, this, is, this is a kickball. Yeah, he hit the center field camera, and everybody's yeah. like, oh, it was, I think yes. it was four to nothing, you know, five to nothing. And, yeah. and they lost that game. They were down to their last strike, and Eckersley had not thrown the backdoor slider, and that was what Gibson was looking for. He was looking for the backdoor slider. He guessed correctly, and he swung almost one-handed. Yeah. And the great call, you know, you hear Jack Buck's call, you hear Vince Scully's call. They're good calls. A lot of people don't know this guy's name, but he's famous out here on the West Coast. Bill King did the A's for 25 years on the radio, did the Raiders for 27 years on the radio, did the uh, Warriors for 21. And he had this great call. You know, and usually a hometown announcer will sort of low-key it. Yeah. I mean, he made it sound as if it was the biggest thing since sliced bread. It was wonderful. Wonderful, you know. Gibson, the hobbled hero, comes around third. Tommy Lasorda <laughs> out of the dugout gives him a big kiss, and the Dodgers have thrown the A's a challenge <laughs> here when Kurt Gibson's home run. Holy Toledo. You, you know what's amazing is that I, I don't care if you're looking for a specific pitch. You still have to hit it. Still have to hit it. Yeah, I mean, that right. was even like I remember uh, Will Clark against uh, well the thing about it is Bruce you keep asking me those dang questions <laughs> over and over and over why don't you let some other reporter ask a question <laughs> come on jeez is that Will Clark Will Clark I remember one time <laughs> I got into trouble with him because I did, did impersonations of him on the air oh. he, didn't, he didn't know it was me he thought our morning guy was doing it oh, I was funny. filling in for our morning guy he goes where's that Steve Bicker I'm gonna find out where he is where is he I'm 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 going for him <laughs> So I went up to Will and I said, Will, actually, it wasn't Steve. It was me. It was you. It was you. I'm not talking to you anymore, and I think you know why. That's funny. That actually sounds pretty close. But we, we actually became, you know, I, we, we worked our way through that. I remember one time he described Candy Maldonado making a catch oh. in the warning track. Goes, Candy went back to the warning crack and then leapt, I guess it's the right tense, and then crashed and burned on a warning track. <laughs> you got that, guys? <laughs> he was, Will was uh, amazing. He was just a Will kid. the thrill. Will the thrill. Well, it's funny because yeah. after uh, uh, the Mitch Williams uh, home run, oh, yeah. I get, or him against Double, him, or single. Or single, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah up the right middle. Bases loaded single um, That's the when uh, uh, catchers start, or uh, pitchers and everybody started putting the stalking into Actually, their Actually, you know what it was? It was the home run he hit, the grand slam he hit off of Maddox because he said he saw Ma- Maddox. or Greg Maddox. What is Greg Maddox? Oh, yeah, yeah and he okay. said, I saw yeah. a fastball. Yeah. He says, I, was, I knew it was, he was going to try to throw a fastball. Maddox wasn't known for throwing a good fastball to begin with. You know, yeah. he, but at that point, he hadn't become the finesse pitcher that he later became. But that sort of set the tone for yeah. that. that uh, Talking into your yeah. glove. And yeah, then, yeah. Uh, you, I mean, you still only have, what, uh, what is it, a second to, to, to make a decision yeah, about how well, you're about a little over just... a second, yeah, or sometimes less than a second, yeah. Yeah, it depends on yeah. how fast you're throwing. It depends <laughs> on how fast. Yeah, I know. It's amazing. That's tough. Toughest thing in sports is to hit a baseball. Yeah, it really was is. it Ted Williams said that right to hit a a round object with a round yeah uh, hit hit a round object with a round object I yeah. guess or something <laughs> not easy to do yeah Ted knew he had it down to a science you know who was really he really helped out and it's interesting they both ended up with the same number of homers in their career five hundred twenty one was Willie McCovey Willie McCovey, Willie yeah. McCovey sure. said that Ted sort of took him under his wing at spring training and gave him a lot of advice and I didn't know this because I remember interviewing Willie McCovey on the day that Ted. Williams died. I got yeah. him on the phone. I just wanted to get an old timer, and he told me this story about how Ted Williams was like a an older brother to him. I said, oh, "Wow, I didn't know this." He goes, "Oh well, yeah, Ted." Wait Ted a minute, was, how, how did they? I mean, well, if Ted was in his final year. Yeah. 
uh, or maybe not as final year, but close to the end of the trail. And the Red Sox tra- uh, trained in Arizona, as did the Giants, and huh. so they played a couple of games against each other. And Ted took a great interest in Willie because left-handed huh. power hitters, you know, and Ted yeah. was a left-handed hitter and. He loved Willie McCovey, you know. He uh, followed him. As everybody loved Willie. Oh, in yeah. fact, you know, it's funny because it's it's like I think he was, I think he was the most feared. Uh, a couple years, yeah. I mean, just just not not just. I mean, just because of his power, it's yeah. like you didn't want to be on the receiving end of that ball. No, you did not. That's a very scary one. Okay, tell you yeah. what. Here's our uh, trivia question. Yes. Talking baseball. Talking baseball. When Babe Ruth was playing minor league baseball, Babe which, Ruth actually played in the minor league. He did apparently. <laughs> Which major league team had the first chance to sign him but passed him up? Oh, good question. That's kind of an interesting question. All right, don't touch that dial. Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-813-9940. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. This family is at home, but they won't be answering the door. They know that the pounding on the door is a process server from the court waiting to hand them foreclosure documents. So instead of enjoying the home they worked so hard to afford, they sit hiding in the dark. Mom, what was that? But it doesn't have to be this way. This family can save their home, but they must act fast. Call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions at 800-274-7312. If you're being threatened with foreclosure, have been denied a loan modification, missed a payment on your mortgage, been a victim of a predatory loan, or are upside down on your home, it's critical that you call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions now. 800-274-7312. Allied State Foreclosure Solutions has an attorney in your area that will meet and speak with you. You can stop the foreclosure your process, lower your monthly mortgage payments, save your home and your credit, but you must act now. Call 800-274-7312. 800-274-7312. Not available in all states. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. 
Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. Feeling a little under the weather, so I'm sorry for not uh, doing uh, my, sometimes my you fantastic you job when you're under the weather. That's what they say. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes. But, uh, not, not with me. I got the, really? the headache thing. Uh, and I remember when I had. I remember I went to work once at KNBR <laughs> back in the day, and I had a horrible flu, and I, I could I couldn't we couldn't find any relief, and I had to fill it. I had to go in, and I did a great job. I was surprised. Huh. I think it's because I. Had to focus. I really had to focus. Well, you know, it's funny. Only one time in our uh, doing of Sports Econ 101, we actually had, uh, this was when Vern was with us, um, I, I came down with laryngitis. I remember remember that. that? And Vern had to that. open yeah, up the show. Yeah, did a great, he did a great job. Yeah. Okay, so here was our trivia question. Baseball, we're talking. When yeah. Babe Ruth was playing minor league baseball, which major league team had the first chance to sign him but passed him up? Well, I know he started his career with the Boston Red Sox and then the Yankees. No, remember even before that. Well, Baltimore, Baltimore, I think, yeah, he played in but the that's minors. Not the, but that's not the answer. Baltimore now. wasn't a, a major league team, though, in those days. You know, the, the Baltimore was actually in St. Louis. The St. Louis Browns became the Baltimore Orioles, I think, in 1954. No, 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 but in 1901, uh, Baltimore, Baltimore, Baltimore Orioles. was not in the major leagues until 1954. There was a, a minor league team in Baltimore for many, many years. It was very good. Wait a minute. I'm going to have to look that yeah, up because no, I re- but the no. Baltimore Orioles have been around for a really well, they, long time. Well, there was an old team in the, before 1900 that was a powerhouse yeah. team with John McGraw that was the Baltimore Orioles. Yeah. But they did not play in the major leagues after 1903. Baltimore did not have oh, a major league team okay. until 1954. Gotcha. I was wondering when – look at, looking at all these um, – uh, you know, you know, World Series and stuff like that, and yeah. they're going. How come I never see Baltimore except for like '66? Yeah, you know? well, you know, it's interesting. Baltimore as a franchise, the St. Louis Browns were one of the most pathetic franchises of all time. They oh, get yeah. to Baltimore, and within about seven or eight years, they're one of the best. You know, I mean, yeah. not seven or eight years, but like you know, in the mid '60s, yeah, oh to yeah, the mid '70s, yeah. they were. So, so what's the answer to our trivia uh, question? I'm going to say somebody like the New York Giants. Nope, the uh, Philadelphia A's. Oh, there's another. There's another franchise that had. Now, talk about they had two great eras with Connie yeah, Mack, and yeah. in between, oh man, they were awful. Yeah, they were. <laughs> but they had so many, so many great yeah, players. 1911 you know, Jimmy, to 13, Jimmy Fox I think. Right? And, yeah. I mean, my gosh, uh, Lefty Grove, home, home Run Baker, Home Run Baker. That's going way back. That's going way back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. who hit 12 home runs, led the league with 12 <laughs> homers. That was during the dead ball dead era. Ball, yeah. When the balls weren't traveling very far. <laughs> now yeah. that's, that's legitimate for a dead ball era. Dead ball era, right. yeah. All right, so moving on here. We moving have, right uh, okay, Ed O'Bannon says here in uh, 2009, this is a, I'm reading from uh, right. Sports Illustrated uh, in the February 12th edition okay. here. Got to give them kudos, got to sure, give them credit sure. here. Give them credit. Says here, this is, the title is Court Justice. In 2009, the star forward for the 1995 UCLA Bruins. I covered that. Team. Remember that? Okay, yeah, yeah. became the face of the landmark class action lawsuit against the NCAA, arguing against its continued use of his likeness for profit. Mm. Now he's speaking out for college athletes' rights. Says with practice, travel, the playing schedule, and everything that's involved in being a Division One basketball player. There's so much time dedicated to your sport there's not left uh, there's not a there's not a lot left for school and life and that's true we've talked yeah, to football yeah. players same so thing, he thinks right? they should be paid <clears throat> yeah so my says, answer to that is hey these guys are getting a free education that a lot of people are paying through the nose for i don't agree with it at all why should why should uh, these athletes be paid anything well, if they get paid, then they should pay for their schooling. Yeah, I mean, no, <laughs> you know, really. Right? I mean, yeah, they're getting a, a free scholarship to go to college. Yeah. And most kids are paying through the nose, or parents are. I mean, I, I, I'm well, sorry. Well, that's the thing. What if they're not getting a scholarship? 
if they're not getting a scholarship, yeah. well, then they can try to get a scholarship. That they're just trying out for the team. I, I mean, I'm not sympathetic. I, this whole thing about paying athletes is ridiculous. It's absurd. Even in the pros. No, no, I'm no, kidding. No, no, no. But I mean, I'm talking <laughs> that's about that's a no. I, I, I don't. And think. I realize yeah. that yes, they do get exploited to a certain degree, and the university makes a lot of money off them. But guess what? They get a free education. They get to go to some of the best schools in the country. Well, again, that's if they if they are getting a scholarship. Yeah, right? that's I if mean, they're getting a scholarship. Yeah. Now, if they're just if they're not, then, if they're not, then, then hey, look, you good. know, they're having the experience of playing. How many athletes play college sports? You know, I mean, not that thousands, many. thousands. Well, but I mean, per not per capita, though. No, but I mean, there's yeah. a lot of people to do, and you know, why should the school pay these kids? I, I don't get that gotcha. at all. Okay, well, it says here yeah. um, that would set a dangerous precedent too. Then you'd have schools, you know. Pilfering and, and, and breaking rules, and you'd have more scandal. No, well, do you re- remember? I mean, just just the whole idea of, of having the dream team in basketball. Uh, I you know, that they, was they, a bad idea. They yeah. said, yeah, they just yeah. they said, hey, wait, no, no, no. It used to be all college yeah. uh, or non professionals. Yeah. That was a joke. Okay. It says here, uh, you're forced to answer the question, "What's the real reason? What's what's the actual reason I'm here? The reason is to play basketball. I bring money into the school and ultimately into the NCAA's pockets. And you get a free education that is paid for, that your parents don't have okay. to pay for. Don't okay. give me that. Bruce, BS. tell us what you really think. That's my feelings. <laughs> I, I have very strong feelings about that. I don't ban it. It's wrong, wrong, wrong. Wow. Anyway, that's just my that's thought. interesting because it, it's funny with your. Um, uh, uh, how your makeup is, I would have thought that you would have been supportive no, of the athletes. Not at all. Okay. Not in that respect, no. <clears throat> Fair enough. Fair enough. Nope. Okay. Nope. So moving on here to uh, another, again, Sports Illustrated did a pretty good job this uh, this. Yeah, so you got Oscar one. Gamble in there. I know. The poor guy died in 2018. Remember that hair? Yeah, yeah. Of Even course, yeah. 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 yeah, All right. So uh, they're talking about uh, this one article here. It's talking about give and take. Uh, it says it'll be years before the full impact of the new federal tax plan is known. But one thing is for certain, high-earning athletes will feel a difference in their wallets. Most will benefit from cuts for top earners, but will also lose several common uh, deductions. This will be particularly co- this will be a particularly complex tax season, especially for athletes switching teams. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, one of the things I was thinking of uh, that I don't know if I, if I even see it here has to do with, uh, you know, paying state taxes. Mm-hmm. You know, you're only going to be d- d- deducting $10,000. And that's going to that's gonna hurt a LeBron. Oh, geez, poor LeBron. <laughs> God, I'm like, you know, I will say this about LeBron. LeBron donates, I don't know how many millions of dollars to, to causes to, for inner city kids and for, for education. Okay. Good guy. Yeah. He really is. He, he is. really is a good guy. Give LeBron his props. And you never hear of any trouble with LeBron off the court. He's a, a family man. He's he's uh, you know, he's devoted to his family. Good guy. How many kids do you have now? I think he's got three. Okay. Yeah. He's married to the same woman. Same woman, yeah. He's a, he's just a straight arrow, straightforward guy. No BS to LeBron. No, I I, I like him. I think he's a great face for the NBA. You yeah. Know, great athlete too. So they have the three different uh, people here. They had a picture of uh, Clayton Kershaw. It says top income tax bracket. The reduction of the top bracket from 39% to 37.4 eh, means substantial saving for players in that, in that bracket. Someone making $35.5 million, which is what Clayshaw, Clayton Kershaw pulls down, could save as much as 568 He makes that much money? 
His Dodger? That's what it says. Yeah, Dodger. Well, he must have million. some endorsements on the side. Yeah. So it's, it could save him $568,000 oh, just gee, because of that extra. That's a lot of money for him, huh? <laughs> well, it's yeah. that extra 1.6%. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, so funny. Amazing. People, the more money they make, the more the more, <laughs> more they worry about the little. I guess that's how you make good money is you worry about the little details and you, you don't have to worry later. So, you know, hey. Yeah, you know, if if you just are kind of a spendthrift, as they, is that the word? Yeah, spendthrift, a lot of people just kind do of that just, too. You know, just live for today type of thing. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of athletes do that, unfortunately. Yeah. No, and especially with the average is only what three year career. Yeah, you know, the NFL. Something I read something recently about how something like forty percent of all NFL players are financially indigent after they get out of the sport. That's just. You know, that's ridiculous. Well, it's, the thing is, what what do they study in college? Yeah. You know, communications or something that it's just really hard to make a real career out yeah. of. Well, so many of them status. don't think about, you know, what they're going to do after they get out of the game when they're in their mid to late 20s. you got your whole yeah. life in front of you. you got to figure out what you're going to do. What do how many of these guys just think, I mean, I'll play for about 20 years like Nolan Ryan? or you know. Well, a lot of players do feel that way. Oh, you know, I'll just keep playing. They don't think about – Two years down the road, they don't even think about. They don't think about five years down the road, or even two years. Well, what really gets them in trouble is when they borrow money. Oh yeah, right. If you don't borrow money, then yeah, you know, at least you don't owe. You don't. You shouldn't go bankrupt. That's true. So uh, it says here the uh, uh, salary reduction cap. Residents of areas that charge state and local taxes, as they call it, salt, uh-huh. such as California, can no longer deduct most of those payments from their federal tax income. Uh, as a result, Kershaw could lose as much as $1.3 million. Oh, gee. Poor Clayton. <laughs> How about winning a few games in the postseason, huh? I mean, he, what, he won one World Series game in his career? I think so. That's it. Yeah. yeah. You talk about a guy who's failed on the big stage. Yeah. And he, yet he's put up Hall of Fame numbers. He'll probably go to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he will. Madison Bumgarner, who's you know kind of on the edge of being a Hall of Famer, but he's like Dave Stewart. Dave Stewart was clutch. I think Dave Stewart was something like 11-1 in the postseason. Madison Bumgarner was something like eight and one in the postseason. Is that, is that yeah, right? something wow. incredible. Yeah, yeah it's funny because it's Dave Stewart was he was good, but I just well, he had four or five great years. Yeah. He won twenty games four years in a row. He pitched a no hitter. He won World Series games and playoff games, and you know. But, but well, think about Kansas when he played in Kansas City. You yeah, know, well, for well, Game you know, before, Seven, that was yeah, amazing. Yeah, but before and after, it was like you know there wasn't a whole lot there. All right, so uh, we're, we're going to continue on with this uh, tax issue, but uh, okay. before we do, we have uh, another trivia question. Who was the first black player to hit a home run in his first major league at bat? Oh, wow. Okay, that's a good one, right? Yeah. And and we're not talking about the eighteen eighties. No, or no, we're talking that, about right? more like the forties. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, I'll give you a little hint here. It says, ironically, it was his only hit of the season, really, and his only home run in his career, uh, which I guess be, would make sense. Had to be a pitcher then. Very good. Yeah, very had good. To be a okay, there we go. Okay. Uh, email edward at sportsecon101.com the answer to that question. Who was the first black player to hit a home run in his first major league at bat? All right? Okay. Uh, that's our trivia question. Again, email edward at sportsecon101.com. we come back, we're also going to go, again, not only talk about the rest of the tax issue, but we want to talk a little bit about these shoe company deals. Oh, God. Do you have a shoe company deal? Oh, of course. Okay, there you yeah. go. The Bruce McGowan. You haven't heard of the Bruce, Bruce McGowan, McGowan shoe? shoe? They could. Come they on. could. They was such a long name. They couldn't wrap it around yeah, the whole shoe. That's right. All right. Don't touch that though. <laughs> We're going to be right back.
the ladies of Broadway are coming to Marin Center this March. Prepare to be amazed and inspired as these Broadway powerhouse ladies hit the stage for a dynamic evening highlighting the tales and talents of their stellar Broadway experiences. Seven accomplished women will perform and share not only their own Broadway highlights and stories, but their tributes to women such as Ethel Merman, Bernadette Peters, and Audra McDonald that have inspired them throughout their careers. This performance for all ages is produced by Transcendence Theater Company, the creators of the award-winning Broadway Under the Stars concert series in wine country. Broadway professionals currently scheduled to appear in Ladies of Broadway include women from Broadway shows such as Wicked, Mamma Mia, Hairspray, Legally Blonde, Motown the Musical, and American in Paris, and many more. Performances will be on March 17th and 18th at Marin Veterans Memorial Auditorium. Reserve tickets at www.ladiesofbroadway.com. That's www.ladiesofbroadway.com. Hi, Sports Econ 101 listeners. I'm Edward Brown. You know me as the host of the show, but you may not know that I work with individuals getting them the least expensive term life insurance policies around. Don't be fooled by the ads you hear on TV and radio. It's always best to work with someone who's completely independent. That's where I come in. If you email me at edward at sportsecon101.com, your name, your age, and how much insurance you want, I'll run the numbers through my software program and let you know the least expensive policy around from among many of the top insurance companies. Again, I'm totally independent, so email edward at sportsecon101.com for your free life insurance quote today. Why pay more for life insurance than you need to? I can get you a guaranteed policy where the low premiums are fixed anywhere from 10 to 35 years. So email edward at sportsecon101.com right now for your free life insurance quote. That's edward at sportsecon101.com. Being a new parent means every high and low you can imagine. But Evos can make it all easier with a baby monitor you can trust. Go to myevos.com. That's M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com to see how Evos can be the eyes and ears of your nursery. Evos works with your smartphone to provide a live audio and HD video connection to your baby anytime and anywhere. On a date, at work, away on business, even serving your country overseas, Evos helps you never miss a moment. Whether your baby is with a sitter, your partner, a grandparent, or a friend, you'll be right there, too. And with unique features like smart alerts that know the difference between a barking dog and your baby crying, extensive sleep tracking data, and state-of-the-art security features for your peace of mind, Evos is the smart baby monitor for connected parents. And enter the code SPORTS at checkout for $20 off. That's myevos.com. M-Y-E-V-O-Z dot com. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. Second trivia question was, who was the first black player to hit a home run in his first major league at bat? Actually, I think it was Joe Black. No. It wasn't... It wasn't um... Oh, God, who was I saying earlier? Don't Satchel Page. It wasn't, nope, Satchel, wasn't Page. Satchel Page. Was it a pretty well-known p- pitcher? Uh, not really. What's the guy's name? Uh, Dan Bankhead. Oh, yeah, Dan for, Bankhead. For the, yeah, uh, Brooklyn Dodgers. Brooklyn Dodgers, in, yeah, uh, yeah. August 20th, 1947. 1947. It says here, ironically, it was his only hit of the season and his only home run in his career. Yeah. Hoyt Wilhelm uh, hit a home run in his first at bat, and it was his yeah. only home run of his career, the, the famous uh, relief pitcher. You know, he was actually a starter early in his career. You know, I think what's really cool was the uh, how Gaylord Perry uh, said, 
goes, yeah, man will land on the moon before I hit a home And they run. did. And it, and it literally, like, within, uh, yeah, I think, if I'm not mistaken, within, like, 24 hours. It was it, Actually, it was, like, 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I, 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 wa- I remember crazy. watching that on television, and I was listening to the radio, you know, and Gaylord Perry hit the home run. Yeah. I think what he was doing is he was waiting. He's watching the, the land, <laughs> man land on the moon. He goes, okay, now I'm ready to hit my home run. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. So going on, uh, continue yeah. on here with the federal tax uh, and athletes and all that. So this picture, uh, they have... Have, um, Boy, there's nothing more mo- more boring than talking about money, especially when it's not mine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so th- this is the ex um, Clipper right. uh, Blake Griffin, who's now with the Pistons, right? Right. Says here, change in t- state tax rates. It's not a new phenomenon, but it uh, still holds true. Getting traded can have perks. Hmm. Ex Clipper Blake Griffin is moving from the state with the highest tax bracket, which is California, uh, to Michigan. That has a flat 4.25%. Oh. That could save him $1.6 million. Well, hopefully he'll take that money and do something good with it. Hopefully. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I doubt um, it, but you never know. Yeah, you never know. It says here, okay, the new Pistons savings would be particularly offset by unreimbursed outlays like training expenses and union dues that are no longer deductible. An athlete pulling in the median NBA salary... With $100,000 worth of expenses, um, will pay $19,000 more. Oh. So certain expenses used to be deductible, uh, not anymore. Okay, and then good old Giancarlo Stanton says here on the flip side. Actually, it's, it's pronounced Giancarlo Stanton. Is that, is yeah. that Giancarlo? Yeah, I don't know why. It's it's pronounced then, then, Giancarlo Stanton, but it's spelled Giancarlo Stanton. Then they need to, stay, they need to uh, spell his name differently. They then. do. Yeah. They do. Okay. Uh, on the flip side, consider Giancarlo Stanton after eight years in tax-free Florida. The new Yankees. Oh, man, New York's got I a know. high stat. I hate uh, it. High, high uh, tax bracket. I'm glad that Boston got J.D. Martinez. That'll help them maybe, you know, <laughs> That's good. shorten the distance between themselves and the Yanks. Well, it says here the new Yankee, Giancarlo Stanton. I like actually saying it yeah. that way. Uh, will now be spending a lot more time in New York where the top income tax bracket is 8.8%. That's still pretty low yeah. compared to California. Yeah. That could cost him $1.1 million oh. this season. Poor baby. Yeah, <laughs> And then also it says here agent fees are no longer deductible. So Stanton right. uh, will take an additional hit by scraping off unreimbursed expense deductions, most significantly agent fees. With a contract as big as his, it could cost as much as 250000 in extra taxes. I'm wondering if uh, the way that they could do this, if I'm uh, the Yankees, is you don't pay Giancarlo and then have him pay the agent. You just pay him, a, you negotiate just paying him a lower amount, mm. and then you just pay the agent separately. Interesting. You, you I've know, never thought they about could that. Do that. Huh? I thought that was kind of interesting. Interessantes, as they say in German. All right. Uh, now, moving on to NBA shoe contracts. Again, uh, good old Sports Illustrated. They did a good job, like I said. So, um, it says here, I've never seen anything like this. A long-time agent says, shoe companies are rigorous enforcers of contracts. Uh, they're saying there's always another player and never enough money. So, apparently, in this one here... Um, and who makes these shoes, anyway? Some poor little, you know, underpaid... 
well, nobody in Bangladesh or yeah, or you know, well, Malaysia was or Malaysia, the big one was yeah. uh, Nike, and that's where yeah, I, will, I will never buy any of these basketball shoes. By the way, I'm, I'm not a big supporter of, of the shoe companies. That, that I think they exploit people. I really do. Well, and I think the players ought to be ashamed sometimes of themselves for signing these contracts because they're supporting the whole system. Well, they said Michael Jordan made more. Uh, than all of the employees put together. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, how can you feel proud about doing that? You know, I don't. I don't get it. But you know, there's a lot of inequity in the world. So hey, who am I to? Well, I to guess if cast uh, dispersions. I guess we'll see. Yeah, if you donate your money back to those people, maybe yeah. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. So you know, uh, good old Derrick Rose. You know, great player when he yeah, first came yeah. out, but um, he got hurt a lot, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah. So uh, it said here he. <laughs> Okay, so it says here, Rose's agent aggressively negotiated his deal with Adidas, and during All-Star Weekend, Rose re-signed, consecrating one of the most lucrative endorsement contracts reported to be worth $185 million over 14 Obscene. years. I mean, he's Obscene. good, but he's hurt, and, yeah. uh, you know. <laughs> I tell you, basketball is the, the sport to get into, though, the shoe contracts. I mean, come on. And plus those guys, you know, I mean, granted, that's a tough sport, but they're not – and they're getting hurt. But compared to, to football players beating oh, yeah, each nothing. other up or baseball players the long season, the NBA has got to be – I traveled with the Warriors for a brief period, and I traveled with the Giants and the Raiders and 49ers and A's mm-hmm. off and on. And I'll tell you, NBA gets treated like royalty. I mean, they, they the best planes, the best hotels, the best of everything. Well, the best planes, I guess they you have to they're have smaller. extra seats. Yeah, they're smaller seats. Well, they have well, bigger, bigger seats, but seats smaller, smaller planes. planes yeah. And the hotels they stay in, you know, I mean, they're staying at the best. They really are. Well, it's, it's nice. probably because you have less players. You have less you players, know, yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. They just have to have seven foot beds. Yeah, for tra- your you traveling party is maybe twenty five people. Yeah, you know, that's if football. But traveling party is well over two hundred. Baseball is probably close to one hundred. So. Uh, yeah, it's. it's I enjoyed tra- traveling with the Giants. Was a lot of fun though. You always get your own row of seats, and then if you wanted to go in the back and and shoot the breeze with the players, and the guy that was one of the funniest guys I've ever dealt with. You remember Julian Tavares? The yeah. Pitcher? yeah, he was a character. And one time I was I was making some joke with one of these guys uh, on the team, and he comes over and he goes, "Hey, what are you drunk or something?" <laughs> <laughs> Because I was just being silly. Oh, okay. yeah. And I said, "No, Julian, I I'm not imbibing." And he goes, "Oh, you should be. <laughs> you should be." <laughs> yeah. So I'd like to be Derek Rose's brother. Oh, His yeah. older brother is being paid between two hundred fifty thousand to three hundred thousand annual as a consultant. As a consult, quote unquote consultant. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So um, wink, wink. Yeah. So rather than just being an entourage, I mean, he's earning his pay. I love that word. I'm part of the entourage. entourage. <laughs> God. He also gets Derek Rose getting four point eight million dollars in annual appearance fees and use of a private plane. Wow, that's poor, not bad, poor huh? Baby, poor baby. Yeah. Hey, listen, these guys. I will say this: these guys are the best of the best. So to get to that point, you know, you had you had to give up a lot, and you have to have a lot of talent. So give them some credit. But well, that's the thing is, I remember. Um, I don't can't remember if it's. Floyd Mayweather or or another boxer, I think it was Mayweather, who basically you know, they were we we covered this one time. We were right. talking about all this entourage stuff and you know people glomming onto these oh, guys, yeah. and it's like, you know, and he pointed out, he says, "Hey, I'm the guy who goes in there and gets hit. Yeah, I'm the guy who trains, yeah. and he, and he's 100 percent right. Yeah, yeah you know, I don't, I don't, I don't understand these the money. I, I don't know where these people, are. and I don't know these athletes that had that allow these people 
to show up uh, and be a part of it. I remember when Jamarcus Russell was playing with the Raiders, and he was a troubled yeah. figure. He had an ongoing party at his house, just nonstop, and the neighbors would complain. They'd say, you know, what? what's going on here? I mean, the, the music never stops. Are people coming and going? You know, I... I mean, it was it was a mess. It's crazy. Yeah, he had his entourage. You know, t- taking advantage of people. Just it reminded me. I have a, a friend who's pretty wealthy, and he was just telling we just had coffee, and he was talking about how coffee. That's all you had. That's all, well, I bought his coffee for him. You yes, bought, of course, I, you did. Course that's how he got to be rich. That's right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody bought coffee for him. <laughs> yeah, come on. Well, he's a very smart guy. And, very uh, smart I, guy. I mean, this guy would tr- he would fly from San Francisco to London for a one hour meeting and then fly home jeez he says well edward when you're talking hundreds of billions of dollars yeah yeah, you can't do uh skype (laughs) anyway so he was telling me that uh, he's got this uh house in hawaii it's a vacation house Mm -hmm. and um he said you know there's they're coming there was coming a point where some friends were basically you know quote friends would just sort of expect to use it for free. Yeah. And, of course, he would have to pay for the cleaning of it afterward. And it's sort of like, well, it's not being used. And, you know, I look at that and go, that's terrible. You know? Friends that would do Friends, yeah. Friends, quote, unquote. I said, it's it's one thing if you go, hey, can I rent it from you? And if it's not being rented at a certain time, maybe there's a discounted price. But just this expectation. It is interesting how people that are very wealthy find out who their real friends are. You know, they really do if, if they lose some of that wealth. Well, that's why, you know, I kind of tried to let him know, listen, I'm not asking anything of you. I just would like you because you're a good guy. Yeah, yeah. Don't do many favors. Not asking for it. You know, just, just, just be like, a wow, friend. Wow, what a unique concept. A guy's not asking me for any favors? or But, but there's also you know? probably the, yeah, when is he yeah, going to ask? Which he's is really kind of buttering sad. Buttering me up. Yeah, now he's he's not like that. But yeah. I could see where some, you know, either, either uh, famous people or rich people yeah. or, or the combination of the two, it's like, like you said, you really don't know um, who, who your friends are. Well, and athletes are the same way. I mean, I remember yeah. talking to Ken Griffey Jr. when he just started out, and his dad was his Ken Griffey Sr. was notoriously bad with the media and hmm. had bad relations with him. And you know, he he kind of poisoned his his kid's mind. And I had I lucked out. I had a friend of mine who played with the Giants the year before, named Mike Felder, who oh, was yeah. from the East sure, Bay. Tiny, 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 Tiny Felder. Felder yeah. Tiny was like the nicest, happiest guy I'd ever meet. And he introduces me to Ken Griffey Jr. and he says, "Hey." Ken, Ken, this is one of the good guys. He'll be, uh, he'll be, he'll be okay. And from that point on, until he retired, you know, several years back, uh, Ken Griffey Jr. was always really nice to me. So I lucked out. But you know, well, he was right. You are one of the good guys because you're, you're, you don't, look, you know, they also say you know, fav, favors become obligations yeah. at some point. Yeah. Now it's, I always the only thing I ever asked, I just wanted to get an interview, and a lot of times I would bug a guy to get an interview. But it was like collecting for, for me, it was like collecting baseball cards. You know, I've got all these interviews with famous athletes, and they're fun to listen yeah. to. Some of them they don't say a lot, but some of them tell stories. I remember one time going into Frank Robinson's office. You remember how curmudgeonly <laughs> yeah. he was? Yeah. And he he had a guy that worked locally in radio named Monty Stickles, oh, yeah. who played with the Forty ers back yeah. in the day. And they despised each other. <laughs> and Monty would show up late for games. And I can say this now. Monty's no longer with us. And Monty had had a few drinks. And he didn't like baseball. And he'd ask these stupid questions. It would just put Frank on it. You know, just insult Frank. One time, Frank had removed Gary Lavelle from a game one pitch too late. And it cost him the game. And hmm. so Monty asked the question that had been asked three times. And Frank just exploded. And I thought, and there were two other writers with me in, in Frank's little cramped 
closet-like office, I thought the two of them were going to kill each other. <laughs> I mean, the F-bombs were flying, and Frank's... And Monty you know, was kind of a big guy, wasn't Monty he? was a big guy, yeah. you know, and it was like, my, eh, eh, and Frank was, eh, you know, and the veins were standing out on his forehead, and I'm, I'm thinking, I don't want to have to pull these two guys apart. I'm going to get caught in the middle of this sandwich. I mean, you're again. a big guy, but no, not that no. big. <laughs> no, I did not want to deal with that. And, and from that point on, Frank always used to look around the room before we'd start to doing the post-game interview. He goes, where's that drunk? You know? That's funny. And then I'd ask Monty. I'd say, hey, Monty, Frank was asking about you. Yeah, you know. <laughs> they did not like I each bet other. I you had fun with that. Oh, I did. I used to tease Monty <laughs> incessantly about it. Monty was a good guy, though. Despite his kind of coarse and crusty nature, he was a very smart did he, guy. Did he pass on? I mean, uh, like, was he old? When no, he, passed he wasn't, on, but just, he was, just, yeah, he was overweight, hurting? and he oh. had, uh, you know, some heart issues. He was about 69 when he died. And a lot of NFL players wow. die young. Yeah. He was, you know, he was known as the dirtiest player in football, though. He, he said he would, what he would do is he would set a guy up. You know, on one play, he'd spit at the guy or kick the guy after the play was over or, or you know, shove him down. And then he'd go to the referee and he goes, hey, watch that guy. Oh, and funny. the next play, the guy would try to retaliate, and yeah. the official would nail him. And Monty just loved that. <laughs> what position did he play? Tight end. It's a very good one, too. I remember he caught a touchdown pass at a game I went to when I was a kid that won a game against the Detroit Lions. And I asked him later years when I ran into him, I, years later, I said, Monty, you remember that play? And he goes, what do you effing think, kid? That was the greatest effing moment of my effing life. <laughs> <laughs> All that stuff. All okay, right. real quickly. Yes, yes. Which player in 2001 set a record for pinch hitting 88 times in the season? Whoa. Yeah. That's a good question. All right. All we'll right. test that down. We'll be right back. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. Are you a business owner or an individual who owes the IRS? Then be prepared to write down an important phone number. Do you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes? Do you need to file back tax returns? Are you dealing with bank levies and wage garnishments? It's time to deal with your IRS problem today. Call Certified Tax Tax Representation now. Certified Tax Tax Representation, Inc. represents clients just like you in all 50 states. They will contact the IRS on your behalf the same day that you become a client, and you can become a client immediately. It's time for you to face your IRS problems. Think about how great you're going to feel when you're represented by a company who's an advocate for you, who knows the law, who also will contact the IRS the same day you become a client. Call today for your free, no-obligation consultation. Call now, 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Not all cases are typical, and some may not qualify. The consultation is free, and so is the call, so call right now. 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. 
When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host. Don't ever say last time to a guy who's 65 years old. Yeah. <laughs> so Lon Simmons always used to say to me, "Don't say the, the last question to a guy who's ninety. Oh no, yeah, it's because it's like last time for today. Well, I'm yeah. still Edward Brown all day today. That's, that's right. Day. That's true. All day and all next week and all next year. That, that's that's and right. years to come. There you go. I like yeah, that. Decades to come. <laughs> Which player in 2001 set a record for pinch hitting 88, 88 times, times in the season? Boy, I'm clueless. Okay, I'll, I'll uh, give me a hint. You said you're clueless. I, I'm right now. I well. Does that, that's does my that wife have says that all the, the time. I was going to say, does that have anything to do with the question? Yeah, no, I'm just no, no, no. Um, okay, played for the Mets. Played for the Mets in '88. God, okay. who would that we, be? No, no. Well, no, in in 2001. Oh, 2001. 2001 but he but he pinched hit 88 times. 88 times, right? Wow, that's pretty. But that's half the season. Yeah. You know, I mean, well, 88 times. Or 88 full, times. A full so time it doesn't have to be 88 games. Yeah, full full time. If you're a full time player, you usually get about 500 at bats. Wait a minute. It would have to be 88 games because once you pinch yeah, hit, yeah. you can't yeah, pinch right. hit again. Yeah. Lenny Harris. Lenny Harris. Lenny Harris. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was a, a pretty good infielder. Uh, mostly, I think he played also with the uh, Rockies, I believe. Left-handed, a left-handed oh, yeah. hitting second baseman, I believe. Yep. Not not throwing, That's, but... Well, you don't see that too much. No, no. How many left-handed baseman? catchers have there been, by the way? Probably one. Well, I remember Mike, there was a guy named Mike Squires, I think, back in the 80s for for the Chicago White Sox, but I, I well, can't it, remember, it, you know. it helps if you have a lot of left-handed hitters during that time. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Here's our thoughts for the day. Thoughts for the day. Yes, yeah, thoughts for the day. Never think that you're not good enough for anyone. Always ask yourself... If they're good enough for you. That's what I said to my when I met my wife. Is she good enough for me? There you, you go. Know, right. I was the, trying to psych myself up. <laughs> I definitely married above my pay grade. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and she's she lets me know that every day. And too. I and I and I uh and, mar- you know that. I, and I married above my paint grade. <laughs> Your okay. Paint grade. <laughs> and when life gives you a hundred reasons to cry, show life that you have a thousand reasons to smile. I think a thousand like reasons it. to laugh. And la- and laugh. And that's laugh. Not, that's true. The joy of life. There you go. All right. Joy of the be. Tune in next week to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be discussing sports topics from a business perspective and asking more sports trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week. Am I part of your team? Good night, America. So long. (laughs) 